It's 11.02, time for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02, Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from the Vilas County 911 Emergency Communication Center. I'm Matt. And I'm Martin. And now, let's pump the bilge on our ski boats and then find some Windex for all this glass, brah. So, uh, Martin. Yeah, yeah. Rick, Ricky's rumor mill uh, is uh, ready. Uh, why don't you go ahead and sure. start us off? Um, this one sort of hits pretty close to home. Uh, the demise of the Rhythm Gymnasium. Oh my Unnamed God. sources in the music industry have told us that the Rhythm Gymnasium, known for their intro song for this podcast, are breaking up. Their already <gasps> fractured relationship has reached a breaking point. As you probably know, they have a long-standing dispute over the split of their royalties. As John Lennon said, the hardest job in music is writing theme songs for podcasts. I just hope everyone has a good time and no one gets hurt. Man, that dude, he he was always on point. John Lennon? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's true. Royalties, you know, that screws up everything. That's why I think artists shouldn't get paid. Uh, exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, it dilutes the music if you pay people. Then it's not, they're just hustling, you know. They're in it for the money. Right. That's why college sports is so pure. Right. All right. Here's, here's one, Martin, from oh. Ricky. It's for the kids. Ricky has seen flyers all over town advertising Martin's latest attempt at starting his own sports academy, golfers advocating youth. Classes are held every Monday at 9 a.m., so right before cocktail hour begins at Plum Lake Golf Club. Can Martin still teach kids to swing their balls and pin him on the greens? It's been a few years since his previous academy failed, a computer programming course he called Fortran Until Circumstances Knock. Let me just say something about my computer programming class. Uh-huh. The idea is good. It would have worked. It was the, you know, yeah. the recession. That was it. It's not my fault. I, I was just, that was just straight from the thing that Ricky sent. So, okay. okay. You know, don't. um well, yeah, I'm I'm mad it's too late. All right. Uh Michael, you out there? Yeah, I'm here, guys. Oh, great. I understand you. Hey, Michael. A... Hey, Matt. I understand you have a safety talk for us. Yeah, I sure do, and it's kind of uh, a nice segue from your previous uh rumor mill. This is a safety tip about golfing safety. And um, uh, so here are some safety tips if you own a golf course and you don't want to get sued. My first tip is to never have any Miller Lite in the cooler. Miller Lite, as you know, attracts a certain type of undesirable golfer. And have you, yeah, have you ever witnessed that, Matt? Yes. In fact, I have, yeah. but 
Wow, yeah. this is a good one, Martin. Don't turn the mic off yet. Yeah. Uh, what the second is uh, make sure that the golf course has completely flat ground. That way, if a young uh, golfer, maybe a, a burgeoning professional, accidentally steps on a hole, he won't. You, your golf course won't get sued, which is the last thing that you want. Uh, which is you definitely will be. Right, definitely. Their family will sue every time. Mm -hmm. Uh, The third, and this is one that I think Martin can probably relate to, another way to not get sued is no practice swings allowed. We all know that's the most dangerous time of a round of golf. So just swing once, hit the ball, and move on. It also helps Uh, pace of play. I've never seen anyone break more tees during a practice swing than Martin. It's, that's so, not all he breaks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. It's real. It's real. Well, that was good. You know, that was a good one. That might have been I your best like one I feel like we've made yet. some progress. Yeah. That's great. You've really grown. Something's different about you. Yeah. Uh, just more of like a, a thoughtful kind of, um, I don't know, just not that edge, you know, of that profane edge. Usually well, at this uh, point, I want to put some sort of like muzzle on you. Right. But this has been just delightful. Yeah. Well, one of my resolutions has just been to try harder. And I mean, if, if this is the fruits of that effort. Right. Well, good for you. Congratulations. <sighs> Great. And um, also with you. So moving on, uh, our new segment, which has been, I think, extremely popular, uh, Two Minutes with Matt. Presented by Cigar Aficionado Magazine. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> guys, uh, I've I've uh, I have here in my uh, uh, Panama Jack shirt pocket a uh, a seventy two um, Unto Christos. Uh, you guys know it's a double king, and um, you know. Thought it would be the right the right uh, stick to to puff on here while I, you know, uh, t- spend two minutes with you. So I'm gonna light it up here, and uh... so when I was a kid, uh, my you know my parents were divorced when I was young, and. Uh, I'd spend time with my dad, and my dad had a very colorful array of friends. And uh, he had this friend named Tommy Stoll, and so he was like my dad's client, and also he was a he drove a limo, so sometimes you know he would drive my dad around with his friends, uh, you know, so they could you know, not have to drive. And uh, so Tommy actually got got to be known as Tommy Stole It because uh, he was uh, a klepto. Like he, he couldn't help himself. So he, you know, my dad would just, he thought it was so funny because Tommy Stole had a Mercedes Benz. And, uh, you know, Wore all this, you know, gold bracelets and, you know, dressed like a real, you know, kind of uh, 
goomba mafia guy and uh he'd just he'd get caught stealing a candy bar or something from the store and he'd get arrested and you know my dad would have to represent him in court and my dad just thought that was so funny but one time i got uh my dad had me uh, stay over at Tommy's house, which, you know, now that I, now I know it was some, my dad was up to something, didn't want me around the house. And so he had his friend who was the uh, thief, criminal, lim- slash limousine driver, take me to his house, which ended up being a mobile home with his two sons uh, who, you know, of course, they, he was also divorced, and his sons would do visitation on the weekend like I was doing. So here's the three of us were. I remember it was so hot in the mobile home that we just laid in front of fans, and like we would turn the fans on oscillate so they would blow on each of us for like the same amount of time. And, uh, you know, you know you're around bad kids when you're a kid. Don't I, I think everyone would agree. And I figured out pretty soon that these guys were bad kids because uh, Tommy left. You know, he left us with a pizza and was like, don't leave the house. And then, you know, he probably went out to do, catch up with my dad, wherever my dad was carousing. And uh, then we, uh, we, we snuck out of the mobile home park. And uh, we threw rocks at cars driving by and uh i guess i just want to say to tommy and uh you know all the uh the divorcees out there uh you know you couldn't couldn't you have just stayed home with us and 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 watch saturday night live or something and you know crack jokes did did was it always about just trying to get away from your kids so Anyway, really enjoyed that smoke, guys, and uh, thanks for giving me a, a, some some time to ch- to chat. Yeah, no problem. That was great. And, you know, thanks. It's like the old saying: the apple doesn't fall too far too far from the. The lake. fall to fade to far to fall. What's that, it? No, it's the, no that's the app that the bat but sub off it Yes. All right. Cool. So I have some super exciting news for you. Oh, um, good. Intern Michael actually came up with an a, appropriate topic for this week, so I'm going to turn it over to him. Okay. To give a little brief intro, sort of kick it off for us. All right. So I'm actually, to introduce this, I'm going to start with a real quick example of what we're talking about. So we all just witnessed a bit of a spat between Martin and Matt. And this, this is what we're going to talk about is how – the telling of something like that to, let's say, I don't know, Seth, uh, maybe that gets ballooned into like an all out, you know, knockdown, drag out fight. What we're talking about is Matt's trumped up arguments. So uh, I took some time away from the fire department this summer, uh, spent a few weeks with Matt and I, and I witnessed um, the telling of, all of the the recounting of all of these big time arguments with with one person in particular but and i'm not saying that matt's making this up i'm not saying that it didn't happen what all that i'm saying is that 
I never witnessed anything. And then when I saw these two people interact with each other, it always seemed completely cordial. So, so here are, here are two things that Matt and this other person were apparently always arguing about. The first is that Matt was supposed to be babysitting uh, Martin's daughter. Uh, so Martin, do you want to give us a little bit of perspective on um, like you kept dropping your daughter off at, you know, at this, at this place that we both were. Um, give me your perspective on that. And then like what transpired after that? Sure. I'm happy to jump in. Um, so I dropped my daughter off at this place. She would text typically Matt's daughter, um, their associates um, and business partners. And then they'd go and hang out generally just like do a walkabout. I don't know exactly what they did. So on this one day, I get a text, oh, about, I don't know, hour after I drop her off from Matt saying, this other person is really mad at Matt. It's like the biggest argument in the world. They almost came to blows and that he's going to be calling me and he's so angry right now, like the angriest you could possibly be in the world. So, so tell me, what was that when you got that phone call afterwards from this super angry person? Uh, what was that? How was that? How did that go? Well, ironically, I never got the phone call, Michael. It never came. What? Yeah, there was no but phone they call. Had had this, they had had a huge argument about it. I know. Matt told me that this basically was probably the biggest argument anyone has ever gotten into in the past like five years and that this person was so angry he was in like a fit of rage but yet there was no phone call weird really weird um the second example is uh as we all know matt is one of the top ski boat drivers in the north woods uh and he's really taken ownership of this one boat it's a beautiful you know I don't, 1987 dynasty or something like that. Matt, you can correct me on that. Um, and he, and he really has, he takes a lot of pride in taking care of it. Um, and he really has carte blanche to do, you know, whatever he wants to with it. He can take it out, take, take your daughter tubing, take his daughter tubing, take, you know, other people tubing. Um, and yet apparently the, the previously mentioned person will not let Matt ever use the boat of his own accord. And they've gotten into more big arguments about this. Yet, it sure seems that Matt can use the boat basically whenever he wants. Really weird. Yeah, that does seem weird. You know who we haven't heard from this whole time either? Matt. I, I cannot believe. So this is, this is what the text said. Is Lily with you? Text her if you can. Then I say, I already did. This person is going to call you about dropping Lily off when I wasn't here. I told him we got our signals crossed. Please just tell him the truth. That, and so now you're saying that that's a trumped up argument? Is that, that what, this is the topic? Man, How is you, I, you trumped up? You trumped up 
what I said into uh, something to make fun of me about. How you didn't dare think you, you were going to get How away. dare you? You didn't. Th- this is outrageous. You didn't think you were going to get away with this. I can't Michael believe. I came this. up with this topic. It's the first good idea he's ever had, and now you're trying to flip the script on us. Oh, jeez. Where's the phone call, Matt? If it what happened, fa- where's the phone call? Well, it's not my fault that this person is just you know doesn't like confrontation. Oh. Calm so down. Calm down, this man. person calm puts down. me in the middle of everything. Okay. Are you sure? So, so is it possible that he never saw it as an argument? That only you saw it as an argument? Uh, who said it was an argument? That's I didn't what we've say been that. Talking about for the last five minutes. No, you, you made that up. What? I didn't even tell the story. I, it, What's you, the name of the I, episode? I only Matt wish that I had. Argument. I had. I only wish I had someone who was as good and uh, a fair broker of information like I am. This person is going to call you about dropping Lily off when I wasn't here. I told him we got our signals crossed. Please just tell him the truth. Wow. And then you you said that I made that into an argument and that, that I also trumped that up. So, yeah, that's the name of the episode. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, well, good, good one, Michael. So, good one. I have one more example Thanks, here. Um, so, back in the early two thousands, remember when like reality shows first came out, and there was that one with the Simple Life, and Matt was like telling everybody he was in this celebrity feud with Nicole Richie. Oh, um, come on. here's here's an exact quote. It's no big secret that Nicole and I are no longer friends. Nicole knows what she did, and that's all I'm ever going to say about it. Hmm. Matt yeah. Stepanich, 2005. Yeah. And you're, but you're trying to say that that was uh, overly reactive or trumped up somehow? There's new information yeah. I found out, Matt, that that's I don't our... think you even met Nicole Richie. Well, you... You're wrong about that. Really? So, yep. Everything, yep. it's like deny, make counter accusations. Yeah. You know, really? I bet you never met her. That's I never did, that's true. But I yeah, don't claim so. to be in some sort of long-standing social media feud with her. You're, it's just, this is just typical. You're trying to, you, you see, you know, I'm doing well, and I'm, my agenda is, you know, I'm the most successful person ever to do this and you just want to take me down because that's you're you've given up you've given up on the bring show this up, but it's typical now you're playing the victim card we're well, sick of it everybody okay. this, Michael, this is straight from art of the deal yeah this is textbook okay true well, well so that, uh yeah what what else that, no, that's the last time we're ever going to let Michael pick a good topic because apparently you can't handle it. Well, okay. All right, whatever. Uh, Let's move on exactly. to hurrahs and huzzahs. Yeah. Um, yeah let's I have a out. hurrah. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, so my hurrah is to one of the uh, oldest and uh, maybe the most famous uh, Duke of Pipso listener, 
uh, Jack Yu. And uh, so Jack went away to summer camp and uh, had, you know, spent three weeks there, uh, way out in the woods. And at the end of the term, uh, he was selected as one of the honor campers at camp. So that means his peers chose him as, uh, you know, as one of the, the guys in his division that really, you know, uh, represented all the the best qualities of being a camper at this camp. And, uh, you know, just want to say congratulations, Jack. Uh, you know, you're, you're only a couple more of those awards away from being allowed to apply for an internship. So keep them coming. And uh, also, you know, we're proud that you were able to do this with, you know, not very much help from, you know, maybe your your dad or somebody like that, you know, who was actually there, but just, you know, was too busy doing his own shows and songs and everything, just, you know, making it all about him. So anyway, hurrah, Jack. Wow. Good job, Jack. Um, yep. So I have a huzzah this week. Um, as many of you know, I'm sort of a man about town in northern Wisconsin. Um, no big deal, but I did make a new friend today. His name's Chuck. He texted me after we played golf, and he said, this is Chuck. So that was cool. Um, but my huzzah goes out. So... We'll call him Scotty H. No, that's too specific. We'll call him S. Harrison. So we were at a Plum Lake Golf Club dinner the other night. And he's not the only one that does this, but he certainly is the king of it. The people who clearly for show have to do like a big, long prayer before anyone eats. Um where they invoke Jesus Christ and like nature and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And people know it, that it's totally fraudulent. Um, wow. Who knows that? Everybody knows. Everybody in the room is secretly thinking this guy is the most selfish, hate filled, cheating member of the golf course. And now he wants everyone to think that he's some sort of like religious well, yeah. Spiritual guy. Um, so, yeah. what are you? Where, what country are you from, Martin? I don't Denmark? see how that's relevant. Yeah, De Denmark. I'm a Dane. Okay, you are. Okay. Yeah. How did you know that? I, because you said something that anyone that's ever lived in America knows is what how it is. So anyway, my Zach goes out this week to. What is called SH, um, and just you know, fake religious zealotry in general. Huzzah! Huzzah. All right, uh, Michael, do you have any hurrahs or huzzahs, or we just I'm yeah? Worried that... I, okay, great. I've got a quick one. This is a this is a quick hurrah for Federal Judge Damon Leidy, who uh, recently ruled in favor of Indiana University. Uh, in its in its battle to have a vaccine requirement for its, uh, its students, faculty, and staff, 
And uh, as we have for generations in America, he has decided it's in the public interest for people to be vaccinated, despite uh, you know the 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 attempts of the Indiana legislature and you know who, whomever else anti-vaxxers across the country to uh, to to disallow that vaccine requirement. Federal Judge Damon Leidy uh, is on the side of science and truth. So thank you, hurrah, Damon Leidy. Well, that's um, great. I think Martin. About, yeah. I, are you sure this is? Are you, are you sure this is intern Michael? Well, I'm since when did he talk about Indiana so much? He's into wrestling. Uh, I don't know what he does. Oh. I, you know, I have a Apple News feed just like you guys do. I just happen okay. to come across it. His wife. I feel like intern Indiana. Michael is. His wife went intern to Indiana Mi- University. Intern Michael is made definitely a uh, uh, droid guy, by the way. You heard me mention the fire department earlier. Oh, oh yeah, clearly. true. Never mind. Nope. You, yeah. that's, you got it. I got All it. All right. So, well, good job, everybody. Especially me. We're going to wrap this up. A um, couple of quick reminders. The summer of the Duke of Pipso continues. Get those logo ideas in, guys and girls. Um, you can win a free tank top. It's going to be sick. You know, let's get on it. Um, Matt, you have anything to add here at the end? No, not, not, I could not possibly add any more than you just did. Perfect. All right. We'll see you next time. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.